Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the last morning markets of this week. It's been a great week for the weather, and it's been a great week for asset markets in general. We're now well into the reporting season for US corporations for Q2 earnings, and it's strength which has driven equity price markets this week. In particular, Tesla announced their earnings for Q2 yesterday, and the shares are up 10% following um, better-than-expected earnings and better-than-expected margins. And this has helped drive growth stocks in general in the US higher, pulling equity markets across the US higher, and that's feeding into better optimism globally, as well as in the UK and in Japan. Now, the main event to review from yesterday was the scheduled meeting for the European Central Bank, where we saw the first interest rate hike from the Governing Council in 11 years. Now, it did surprise markets somewhat because the committee decided to hike the policy rate by 0.5 percentage points rather than the 0.25% that was expected. And this has taken the policy rate in the Eurozone from negative minus 0.5 to zero. So it officially ends the negative interest rate policy setting in the Eurozone. Now, just as important as the rise in the policy rate was the announcement of a new instrument called the Transition Protection Instrument. And this has been designed specifically to cap yield rises on Italian bonds in particular. The ECB are worried that in this environment of rising bond yields, that Italian markets in particular might suffer if it yields in that market rise too much. And this instrument is designed to protect the Italian bond market in periods of high volatility so as not to impair the transmission of credit across the Eurozone. So the ECB have gotten the front foot there and have designed a credible instrument which can protect the markets if we do see more periods of volatility ahead. And the reasons for both of these announcements was really the Fed, the ECB trying to get ahead of inflation. Inflation pressures in the Eurozone are similar to the UK, numbers around 8 to 9%. So the ECB are taking these uh, inflation pressures quite seriously. Two data points over the last 24 hours, in addition to the ECB, have come. Both very interesting. We've had UK retail sales for the month of June. So a second consecutive fall in, in the monthly sales. And that's against June having an extra bank holiday due to the Jubilee. So there is some weakness persisting in the UK consumer. If we were to aggregate the data, what we would see is that despite the fact that values of retail sales have risen 15% since COVID, volumes are flat. And that really highlights the inflation pressures we're seeing in retail goods across the UK. And that's eating into the purchasing power of UK consumers. Elsewhere in the US, the monthly manufacturing outlook from the Federal Reserve's district in Philadelphia was published. Now, this is an important leading indicator of manufacturing strength in the UK, and it show, showed a surprising fall across many of the sub-indices. And this reflects the likelihood of slowing global growth and also the shift from goods to services amongst consumers. So there may be some concern there in policymakers that we're seeing a more rapid slowdown than was expected in US activity. However, next week we have the US um, Federal Reserve's scheduled policy meeting where markets are expecting another interest rate hike of 0.5 uh, percentage points. So please do join us next week as colleagues will condition us all ahead of that and we'll update you next week. Thank you. If you're interested in taking your investing to the next level or would like to know more about the options available to you when you retire, then download our free guides to ICES and pensions. These are available in the video description below.